This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. You know about the Google bus, right? Private luxury buses that take workers from the city to Google and other big tech companies on the peninsula. There have been protests against them for years. People object to the buses using civic assets like Muni bus stops. And they're also a symbol, an emblem of gentrification and wealth inequality. Did you know that fights over private luxury buses for peninsula commuters aren't new? April 19, 1962. Charles Maisel was a science editor at the Stanford Research Lab in Menlo Park, but he lived in Sausalito. It wasn't working for him to take the bus on his commute, so he resorted to a carpool with some co-workers. But after a near accident one day in 1960, the group decided they'd had enough. They recruited a bunch more co-workers and they chartered a luxury bus from a little company called Bayshore Lines in Belmont. The price? $50 a day. Each rider pitched in a buck fifteen. The inflation calculator says that's about nine and a half dollars in today's money. Why not just move closer to the job? None of us want to live down there, Maisel said. We're all ardent peninsula haters. Besides, he said, it's a fine way to commute. You can lean back in your reclining seat in the air-conditioned bus and travel in comfort. The paper showed Maisel with his feet up, reading a book. There was no Wi-Fi, but it was okay. They didn't know what they were missing. The commuters nicknamed their bus the Wayward Bus. Naturally, noted the Chronicle. I guess that seemed obvious at the time. The Wayward Bus was a John Steinbeck novel that had been made into a movie a few years before, starring Joan Collins and Jane Mansfield. Who doesn't love literature? The Wayward Bus had been operating for a year and a half, and it was working out great for the commuters and great for Bayshore Lines. The company owned seven buses, and one of them was booked five days a week, guaranteed. So who was unhappy? Pacific Greyhound Lines owner of 1,534 buses, 1,527 more than Bayshore, and also owner of exclusive rights to commuter bus service on the peninsula. Greyhound barked to the Public Utilities Commission, demanding that it shut down the rogue Bayshore charter. Maisel said he thought Greyhound was adopting a dog-in-the-manger attitude. Had to look that up. It refers to a fable about someone who has no use for a thing but doesn't want you to have it either. He said the commuters could have used Greyhound before and didn't, even though it was cheaper. They weren't going to start using it now. And they certainly weren't going to take Greyhound up on its offer to charter a bus to them for $80 a month, $30 more than they were paying to Bayshore. In other words, Greyhound would gain nothing by stopping Bayshore. So a hearing was scheduled for that day to consider Bayshore's application for an operating certificate on the peninsula. At the hearing, a commissioner asked Bayshore's owner if he really wanted that certificate. He said, no, not really. I just want to keep running this one bus. He said he made a nice profit, $12 a day. 
The commuters got up and said nice things about Bayshore, and they said not nice things about Greyhound. And one of them got up and said, you know, if there were more commuters here, they'd say nice things about Bayshore and not nice things about Greyhound, too. The commission gave Greyhound a chance to round up some friendly witnesses of its own for a later hearing. That hearing happened in June, and instead of bringing friendly witnesses, maybe it couldn't find any, Greyhound brought a deal. Bayshore could keep running that one line if it agreed to stick to running just the one bus for one round trip a day, and if the commission agreed that Bayshore was a common carrier, not a charter service. Everybody agreed, and the wayward bus continued on its merry way. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.